The following presentation was recorded at the Newbury Buddhist Monastery, Victoria, Australia. Please visit our website at nbm.org.au. Okay, now I will start today's Dhamma talk. Uh, uh, my name is uh, uh, Bhante Arana Vihari. So today, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can uh, post on YouTube live chat. So then uh, Chin Luk will ask me. So then I can answer. Uh, so today I thought to talk about gratitude a little bit at the beginning. And later I will talk about right view and wrong view. That is my favorite. <laughs> okay, so the today actually I thought to dedicate this talk to a mother who passed her 90th birthday uh, on last Friday, I thought. Yeah, Friday or Thursday or Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday, I think. She passed her 90th birthday. And uh, uh, because we know her children who are living in uh, Melbourne, and they are also good Buddhists, they are practicing Buddhism, and they uh, always support uh, monks. So then we know them very well. In the same time, this mother also we see, they, she visits our monasteries. So when I was staying in Ripplebrook, actually for, for the first time I met her. And uh, so we had a chat and <laughs> uh, we know, now we know her very well. Her two sons, uh, the two elder sons are going to the Ripplebrook and the others also. Uh, uh, other uh, sons and daughters are coming to uh, Newbury. And uh, so they, all of them are the... Uh, uh, members of uh, Buddhist Society of Victoria, so the so we know them, so that's why we we I'm uh, I should I thought it is good to dedicate to her, so uh, this Dhamma talk uh, to to uh, recollect uh, the gratitude, not only the gratitude, the service, uh, the sometimes people do a great. Uh, commitment towards their families and uh, uh, help them a lot. When their children uh, were young children, sometimes uh, their husbands passed away and they commit a lot to their family and uh, without going to a next ma another marriage. So they... So this uh, actually, I have heard that uh, actually she had done a lot to their family, and all of them are well educated and uh, uh, they are living here well. So that's why I thought to dedicate uh, the, this talk to her. So anyway, I will uh, recollect the gratitude. So how Lord Buddha talk about. So and, uh, yesterday I tried to find out um, why, what Lord Buddha talk about uh, gratitude. Actually, when I did uh, the, the search using the Pali word katanyu, 
So I found um, only few uh, suttas regarding this uh, uh, gratitude. Mostly, Lord Buddha say, it is very, uh, very rare to see people have uh, the gratitude and thankfulness towards other people. So that is uh, what Lord Buddha say in most places. So I will read the, one of the suttas I found. In, actually, the, that sutta represents most of the other suttas also. Lord Buddha, most, the, most of the places say, talk about gratitude in that way. So that's why I thought to read that sutta. So anyway, the, the, I would like to talk a little bit uh, about uh, gratitude in the present day, how people uh, practice this gratitude. So, so most of the people, in some cultures actually, uh, every culture practice this gratitude in different ways. Different uh, uh, modes uh, they use uh, to show gratitude others. So the uh, I know some cultures they uh, because uh, the people actually uh, mostly they they grateful to to people who support them or help in whatsoever way. So especially I know in our the, this uh, as a Sri Lankan I know in in uh, Asian cultures. Uh, they they uh, show the gratitude towards the parents and teachers. Uh, they look after them in their old age. So so that is that is a the the cultural uh, way of uh, doing it. So that they, they actually they look after their parents. That they take it as their obligation. They have to do it, but it is, you can't see in all cultures like that. The, but some cultures they 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 show their gratitude when when they uh, get help from others directly by telling something or so. So different people have different ways of uh, showing their gratitude. In uh, I have seen in um, most of the time. Uh, people look after their parents and uh, in their old age especially and uh, they always pay respect to people who help to bring up their bodies and minds that means in their young age who help them so especially the teachers parents and teachers and uh, the elderly uh, relations also uh, come under this category. So the, uh, sometimes uh, the elderly brothers and sisters also, uh, people show uh, gratitude towards them because they help to, to, uh, to, uh, to bring up our bodies and minds. So up to uh, mature time. Because when we were small children, when we were young, very young, so we, we, we need uh, support to walk, speak, 
and uh, behave correctly. So these things actually, when we were small children, so the parents and teachers help a lot. And in the same time, elderly uh, family members, that means if brothers and sisters who older to us helped us a lot. So we have gratitude towards them. So, uh, so therefore, we uh, we look after them. We are kind to, kind, soft, and gentle to them. So this is a, sometimes it comes from the culture, but there is no deep root to these things. That's why they sometimes they miss. They sometimes don't actually pay. Um, they keep uh, this gratitude when they are. Uh, not in a position. That means see, they fall into unwholesome mental states. The so the or to the uh, the way the lifestyle uh, build up from lot of expectations. So then they have no time for spending to the people who helped them before. So they just spend their time for their living or their happiness. So that's why the people, uh, when, when people don't have the right attitude towards their body and mind or their life, so naturally they build up greed and hatred based on self, I me myself. So therefore, they missed a lot. They, they neglect uh, these good qualities whatever thing should arise within themselves, whatever should uh, cultivate within themselves and uh, behave well. Because uh, if a person practice this kind of good qualities, actually they get a lot of strength, the mental strength to do things. They are always uh, positive and uh, they're, they're strong. When they are practicing the these kind of wholesome qualities, this uh, the skillful qualities. They, if they build up this kind of uh, that means the gratitude, thankfulness, and uh, helping others, giving giving away things, helping people by many different ways, and kind to other people, soft and gentle to other people, and. Uh, uh, build up patience, kindness. These things are actually very good qualities to develop within us. So then you, you get the mental strength. You are happy always. You are contented. When you, when you reflect on these actions, when you are free, when you, are, when you have a, a peaceful time, you get the mental strength because you feel you are worthy. You are a good person. So that gives you a, a happiness, internal happiness, by giving away things. This is a good quality to build up within everyone. But different people have different roots. Sometimes these things come from the culture. They, they build up these things. Sometimes uh, uh, people see uh, these things make, make, uh, make us happy. So they identify that quality. And they build up uh, there to, to, uh, to the, this kind of activities. They the thinking rightly and to thinking to help others and do 
to practice kind words, soft and gentle words, and giving things and doing the, the good bodily actions and verbal actions, they build up. So once they identify the benefits of this kind of actions, so it is good to know and keep in mind. So I will read this sutta because people are actually mostly driven by the craving and the five sense world objects. They're running behind five sense world objects. They they are they are believed the five sense world happiness, but they always get the the happiness from un, the impermanent things and not under their control of all these uh, the external things and internal phenomena also your eye your nose tongue body also not under your control but you try to get uh, happiness through these five senses and later you get you become miserable that's why once you give away things it gives happiness to your mind it will last a little bit longer than the things you are the enjoying through your five senses so that's why Lord Buddha always emphasized the right view and uh, uh, the, the liberating from these suffering consciousnesses, all kinds of. So I hear no stung body and then mind. So, so until you are indulged with these consciousnesses, any, in, at any point you may face the suffering. So it is not it is not easy to avoid. So that's why I would like to read first this uh, sutta. So uh, this is uh, the. Uh, I will tell you. This is uh, Anguttara Nikaya fifth. Uh, 143 Sutta. so I am reading the uh, uh, Ajahn Sujato's translation you can uh, see uh, you can read this Sutta in Sutta Central so then I will read this Sutta Anguttara Nikaya Panchaka Nipata Tikhanda Ki Vagga Sarandada Sutta Numbered Discourses Fives uh, Number 15 at Tikhanda Ki 143 at Sarandada At one time the Buddha was staying near Vesali at the great wood in the hall with the peaked roof. Then the Buddha robed up in the morning and taking his ball and robe entered Vesali for arms. Now at the time around 500 lichavis were sitting together at the Saranda the shrine and this discussion came up among them. The appearance of five treasures is rare in the world. What five? The elephant treasure, 
the horse treasure the jewel treasure the woman treasure and the householder treasure the appearance of these five treasures is rare in the world then those litchavis sent a man out on to the road saying mister please tell us when you see the buddha that man saw buddha coming off in the distance he went to the litchavis and said sirs the blessed one the perfected one the fully awakened buddha is coming please go at your convenience then those litchavis went up to the buddha bowed stood to one side and said to him please go to the saranda the shrine out of compassion the buddha consented in silence then the buddha went up to the saranda the shrine where he sat on the seat spread out and said to the litchavis litchavis what were you sitting talking about just now what conversation was uh, unfinished well master gotama this discussion this discussion came up among us while we were sitting together the appearance of five treasures is rare in this world the appearance of five uh, uh, what five the elephant treasure horse treasure the jewel treasure the woman treasure and the household treasure the appearance of these five treasures is rare in the world you litchavis then lord buddha answered like this you litchavis are so fixated on sensual pressures you litchavis are so fixated on sensual pleasures that's the only discussion that came up litchavis the appearance of five treasures is rare in the world what five the appearance of a realized one a perfected one a fully awakened buddha a person who explained the teaching and training proclaimed proclaimed by a realized one third one a person who understand the teaching and training proclaimed by a realized one fourth a person who practices in line with the teaching fifth one a person who is grateful and thankful so in the appearance of these five treasures is rare in the world so that is this is the way how lord buddha talk about the, the most of the sutras to talk about the grateful and thankful come under this set of the others so the my understanding is because it is important to come this gratefulness from the actually from uh, with the right view 
so the, with the right uh, relationship. So then, uh, then that gratitude is has a deep root. So then it will not lose very quickly because sometimes when we are unhappy, we are naturally fall into ungratefulness. So that's that's what we can see in this world. Sometimes people uh, help their uh, the elderly parents, but if they understood that the their parents are not giving them the, the their wealth to them, so they neglect. So if they if the parents are going to give their wealth to someone else, they start neglecting, <laughs> and they, they 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 become unhappy. So we have seen these things in the world. But if you if the gratitude comes from the deep root, so they 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 develop the uh, the right uh, attitude towards the all all living beings, all minds, all bodily actions, verbal actions. So they are kind to all living beings. So their minds are not shaking when. Uh, when they when they are having something um, uh, uh, not uh, according to their wishes, so they, when they lose the, their their benefits or their happiness, they that means they not happiness actually they lose their benefits or the, the the things they they see as good for them, they they just they maintain their uh, great gratitude towards others or the their kindness softness gentleness within themselves so that's why it is important to remind us if you don't understand the the dhamma in right way or the lord buddha's teachings correctly so we can easily fall into the unwholesome mental states or unskillful mental states or negative mental states so that's why it is good to to listen to dhamma and try to understand dhamma in the right way and build up the right attitude towards your body and mind so it is helpful for us to overcome all negative, unwholesome, unskillful mental states. And then you can build up the happiness within yourself, contentment, happiness, without expecting things. Because the expectation destroys your happiness all the time. That's why Lord Buddha encourages us to give away things, cut off and let go things. All cut off and let go all attachments. So then you are free. You can, you are free to do the, if, if, you, if you are doing things, you are not ex, expect any, any, anything return, but you just give away with, without, based on kindness, softness, and gentleness. So this, so then I will read the second sutta. So it will give you uh, some, uh, Understanding about how Lord Buddha talk about uh, this, this uh, sakaya ditti. Sakaya ditti means the 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 view 
about identity view, the, how we, we, we take things in wrong way. So it leads to the more uh, uh, unhappiness or more complicated uh, way of seeing things. That means it, then you go to, to uh, greed and hatred. If you are, if you are not uh, aware of this reality of body and mind, so, so that's why it is important to understand the, the, the in this sutta also Lord Buddha say, so, uh, so that you have to uh, regard what are the treasures in this life, not the five sensual objects. These are so people. People go behind the five sensual objects. They regard five sensual objects as the treasures. That is come from the society. That is where you born and live. Anywhere you born and live. So that is because the 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 all our thinking process based on delusion. All the the society, all the people who are living among the minds and bodies, run based on delusion according to Buddhism. So that's why people always fall into suffering. So the, the, that's why people can't avoid suffering, can't free their minds from the suffering mental states. So, so that's why Lord Buddha say the real treasures of this world is the appearance of realized one, the perfected one, fully awakened Buddha. The second thing is a person who explains the teaching and training proclaimed by a realized one. It is also, that is Dhamma Ratana. The first thing is Buddha. Second is, is Dhamma. The third thing, third person is a person who understands the teaching and training proclaimed by a realized one. That is Sangha. Buddha Dhamma Sangha is the important treasures in this world. That's why we say Ratana. Tiratana, so the, the triple gem. So the per person who practices in line with the teaching, that is the, the um, sapurisa, seeing sapurisa is is very rare thing. So it is a treasure to see a sapurisa. And a person who is grateful and thankful is also very rare to see. So then these are the ratanas, the treasures. Lord Buddha talk about the talk in this uh, Saranda the Sutta. So I will read the next Sutta and uh, we will do a little bit discussion later. Okay. So this is uh, the Sangyutta Nikaya 22, SN 2282. Punnama Sutta. I, I only read a part of this Sutta, not the whole Sutta. So you can read this Sutta in uh, Sutta Central. Uh, so I will read the last part of this sutta. So I thought, uh, otherwise it is too long. So the samyutta nikaya, khanda samyutta, kajaniya vagga, punnama sutta. Linked discourses, 22. Ichi. Number 82. A full moon night. Sir, how does identity view come about? 
one mendicant asked from Buddha. It is because an uneducated ordinary person has not seen the noble ones and is neither skilled nor trained in the teaching of the noble ones. They have not seen good persons and are neither skilled nor trained in the teaching of the good persons. They regard form as self, self as having form, form in self or self in form. They regard feeling, perception, choices, consciousness as self, self as having consciousness, consciousness in self or self in consciousness. That is how identity view comes about. Saying, good sir, that mendicant asked another question. But sir, how does identity view not come about? It is because an educated noble disciple has seen the noble ones and is skilled and trained in the teaching of the noble ones. They have seen good persons and are skilled and trained in the teaching of the good persons. They do not regard form as self, self as having form, form in self or self in form. They do not regard feeling, perception, choices, consciousnesses as self, self as having consciousness, consciousness in self or self in consciousness. That is, that is how identity view does not come about. Saying good sir, that mendicant asked another question. Sir, wh what is the gratification, the drawback and the escape when it, com when it comes from feeling, perception, choices and consciousnesses? The pleasure and happiness that arise from form this is it's, it is gratification. That form is impermanent, suffering and perishable. This is it is drawback. Removing and giving up desire and greed for form, this is the this is its escape. The the pleasure and happiness that arise from feeling, perception, choices, consciousnesses, this is, it is gratification. That uh, the consciousness is impermanent, suffering and perishable. This is, it is drawback. Removing and giving up desire and greed for consciousnesses, this is, it, this is, it is its escape. So now you can see how Lord Buddha teach this Dhamma. This is not very complicated. The only thing you have to bring into your practice. You can see the benefits within yourself. 
So then the this mendicant asked another question, saying, "Good sir, that mendicant approved and agreed with what Buddha said." Then he asked another question. Sir, how does one know and see so that there is no ego, possessiveness, or underlying tendency to conceit for this conscious body and all external stimuli? One, one truly sees any kind of form at all, past future or present internal or external cause or cause or fine inferior or superior far or near all form with right understanding this this is not mine i am not this this is not myself they truly see any kind of feeling, perception, choices, consciousnesses at all, past, future, present, internal or external, the cause or fine, uh, inferior or superior, far or near, all consciousnesses with right understanding. This is not mine. I am not this. This is not myself. That is how to know and see. So, that there is no ego, possessiveness, or underlying tendency to conceit for this conscious body and all external stimuli. Now, at the time, one of the mendicants had the thought. So, it seems, good sir, that form Feeling, perception, choices and consciousness are not self. Then what self will the deeds done by not self affect? <coughs> then the Buddha knowing that uh, what that monk was thinking addressed the mendicants. It is, it is possible that some foolish person here unknowing and unknowing, unknowing and ignorant, their mind dominating by craving, thinks they can overstep the teacher's instructions. They think, so it seems, good sir, that form, feeling, perception, choices and consciousnesses are not self. Then what self will deeds done by not self effect? Now mendicants, you have been educated by me in questioning with regards to all these things in all such cases. What do you think, mendicants? Is form permanent or impermanent? Impermanence. Is feelings, perceptions, choices, consciousnesses permanent or impermanent? Impermanence. But if it is impermanent, is it suffering or happiness? Suffering, sir. But if it is impermanent, suffering and perishable, is it fit to be regarded thus? This is mine. I am this. This is myself. No, sir. 
So you should truly see, seeing this, they understand there is no return to any state of existence. So there, this is how Lord Buddha explained this Dhamma. So it is important to, to carefully examine these teachings and try to understand. So this is not very complicated when you, when you uh, carefully analyze these the teachings. You see the, the, when all your internal and external uh, forms, feelings, perceptions and volitions are impermanent and subject to change based on causes and conditions. So these are not under our control. So it is, it is a, just a natural phenomena of happening things. So therefore, we can clearly understand this is just a natural phenomena. The notion that arises in our minds is totally, the, the notion about the I, me, myself is totally based on delusion not understanding this reality, not taking in account this reality. So that means the impermanent nature, non-self nature, and the, ultimately the suffering nature. The suffering nature is always uh, coming with this natural phenomena because it is not under our control. So it is not worthy to take as I, me, myself, or it is mine. So this is arise and pass away based on causes and conditions. So that's why when you understand this nature, so you are kind to yourself and you are kind to all your experiences. In the same time, you are kind to other people also. And whatever thing they are doing and telling, you are kind to them. You, you just, you do only thing, you try to help them to overcome the un unskillful mental states. And you are all also helping to yourself also to overcome un unskillful mental states by using the wisdom, using the knowledge of this reality, the impermanent nature, non-self nature and suffering nature. Once you use this view within yourself, you build up the knowledge, right knowledge regarding your body and mind. Then you see the internal world and external world, both through the right view and build up the right knowledge. So then you can help others, you can help yourself also to avoid. Because there is no fixed personality within us. These things arise based on causes and conditions, whatever feelings, perception, volition. And whatever consciousnesses arise within yourself, always based on the, the causes and conditions at that moment. So that's why Lord Buddha say, you have to be kind, kind, soft and gentle to yourself and others, all your experiences. So then you, you build up the right knowledge and you build up the right skillful verbal behaviors, bodily behaviors and uh, uh, skillful uh, li livelihood. So then, then when you have free time, you practice the right effort and right mindfulness, and then you achieve. You you build up. You get the 
right stillness within yourself and the 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 mental state states uh, with ex- with the experience of the extinguishing your five senses so then you 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 get the direct experience of uh, deep letting go of your the five sense world the the consciousnesses and feelings perceptions relation uh, feelings perceptions and volitions related to your five sense world all you see the total extinguishment within yourself so these these are really really valuable so that's why the 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 teachers encourage to practice the path practice meditation to deeper stages so then you feel the the libera- then you you clearly experience the liberation within yourself so then you see uh, liberation from suffering that is the most important thing because when you are uh, engaged with the five sense world objects always you fall into suffering because these are impermanent stuff the 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 five sense the, the these faculties also impermanent the external objects also the impermanent that means external faculties and internal faculties both impermanent so that's why you are subject to suffering so when you when you train to let go things so the, here in this sutta lord buddha say very easily how to how to extinguish this suffering so then so i will read that part again so it is good to remind uh sir what's the gratification the drawback and the escape this is in pali i think the people who know pali this asad adina nissarna these three words lord buddha always say the the what arahants get what a person when they they become to enlightenment what they get they they understand the reality of this gratification and drawbacks and the way of escape so most people can easily understand the gratification and drawback but you have to experience you have to you have to gain the uh the ability you have to you have to you have to uh, build up the ability to escape from all these suffering the uh, mental states and bodily and uh, the body body uh, uh, mentality and uh, the materiality you just the, uh, free from this uh, suffering states so that's why it is important to the, to keep in mind lord buddha's teachings lord buddha say so sir the 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 the, the mendicant asked this question sir what is the gratification the drawback and escape when it comes to form feeling perception choices and consciousnesses so lord would say the pleasure and happiness that arises arise from form this is its gratification there's the pleasure you you get from the the external and internal form so so the that form is impermanent therefore it gives suffering and it is perishable so this is the drawback of <laughs> that experience come through the form 
so it gives you suffering so re- removing the giving up and desire and greed for the form this is its escape so so the whatever form feeling perception volitions and consciousnesses arise so if you if you uh, if you remove the desire greed for them so you, if you remove the, uh, the the or giving up the greed and desire towards these forms feelings perceptions and volitions that is the way how to how, how to achieve the escape so then you let go you cut off and let go you are not worrying about your feelings perceptions and volitions that's why you have to reflect on this impermanent nature and non self nature non self nature these are not under your control your body and mind not under your control all forms feelings perceptions and volitions are not under your control these are arise based on causes and conditions then the causes and con- conditions are changing these things also change to something else the impermanent external and internal all these things are impermanent so that's why if you if you keep in mind this understanding so then you you build up the ability to 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 cut off the valuing these things and just remove the desire and uh, greed towards these things and you just free yourself so that's why cutting off the attachment cutting off the 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 craving towards these things and free your mind that means you are practicing the right view or you are practicing the non delusion that is the way how we practice non delusion then your dependence on your five senses you first release you don't you are not going to any more depend on five senses time to time because when you are living with this body it is naturally you have to maintain your body and you have to depend on your five senses but you know these senses give you suffering so that's why when you have a free time you put an effort to build up the right mindfulness so that is called the 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 eight factor of uh, uh, noble eightfold path seventh uh, no no the, uh, the seventh factor of noble eightfold path so you 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 build up the uh, uh, right mindfulness satipattana so you establish your mindfulness on your body the feelings and your mind and the dhamma so the 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 reality of this body and mind so then you establish in your mindfulness you released you can re, you can get the the total extinguishment of your five sense world at the beginning later you develop the 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 extinguishment from your mind faculty also so that that's what lord buddha say at the end of this uh, this sutta but it is impermanent suffering and perishable is it fit to be regarded as this is mine this is i am this is myself no sir so you should truly see seeing this they understand there is no return to any state of existence that means you are then you are not <laughs> enjoy the con- consciousness they, they, you are not um, the value the consciousness so you you uh, until you are valuing consciousness you come back to the conscious worlds so conscious that means you are come to existence 
otherwise there is no existence there is no consciousness means you are no more going to exist that's why so so the the the, the final attainment is nirodha so the total extinguishment of all consciousnesses so i think uh, if there is any questions you can ask so is there any questions no we haven't received any question yet I, okay. so we still got a bit of time yeah um, yeah about 4 minutes we have so therefore we we have to keep in mind this right uh, understanding regarding this body and mind which gave by the 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 people who achieved the higher states of this uh, extinguishment okay sorry bante we just one question just came up yeah, should okay. i read ask, it out yeah, okay how does the buddha define greed It is different from the Western definition. Let me repeat the question: How does the Buddha define greed? Greed, hatred, delusion. The word greed. Yep. Yeah. And then, is it different from the Western definition? Definition or Western meaning? <laughs> I am not hundred percent sure, but I can say the all sorts of greed, all sorts of wanting, make you suffer. the greed is sometimes we only take the more coarse part not the not the subtle fine part but the fine greed also the, that means the greed means the wanting the that means the very the very subtle states when you are living in this world you have to eat you have to drink but when you have to do it you there is a thought come to i i i should have this food that food i want this so this wanting makes you suffer so it it come to very very subtle states but the, the normally in in our day to day life in 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 this world we say greed is the strong level of greed but not the subtle levels so that's why all sorts of wanting actually come under this greed so that's why in in the, in your day to day life we the, we we say greed is the strong thing it is it is okay but when when you go to the the subtle levels when you go to the higher levels of the practice but this greed actually the greed greed hatred delusion come to very very subtle level so that's why it is it is important to know because the greed hatred delusion greed hatred is the most the the recent cause that means the, the mentality which gives uh, the unwholesome verbal actions and bodily actions so that is the thing you have to understand because sometimes the people uh, behave uh, the uh, use uh, the, uh, the this the divisive speech and uh, uh, hatred hate speech speech Uh, in as verbal action because it is based on greed and hatred so sometimes this greed they don't see the greed there but because the greed you use the this divisive speech and hate speech and the, the frivolous speech because there's some level of greed there so when you are living in this life so you quickly fall into these things that's why 
you have to train yourself to avoid these things as much as you can you you have to practice the right mindfulness that means just focus your attention to your internal world and stay with the internal world the attention pay attention to your body and mind and see the impermanent nature and suffering nature and let go things then you can practice the dhamma in the right way otherwise the greed is in 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 the in the normal the the, the day to day life we we use the greed in in some context that it is not actually it is it is the way how the people who bear the wrong view also they take the the greed because the, most of the people in this in this world 99% people bear the wrong view very few people bear the right view yes next question okay in order to lose the concept of self should one have to practice vipassana meditation could you explain yeah actually the the if you take vipassana actually lord buddha used this vipassana in a different level but later the recent teachers use vipassana in a totally different level but the important thing is vipassana is not just seeing things but practicing anicchadukka anatta this impermanent nature non self nature and suffering nature if you are practicing these perceptions it is right vipassana i say because it it helps you to cut off and free your mind from the 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 these five sense attachments or attachment to the forms feelings perceptions and volitions because some people practice in that way so they practice anicchadukkanat as vipassana so it is good it is correct but some people practice seeing things as they really are. they start they fall into thinking about things so that is the wrong way of practicing vipassana so if you fall into thinking means you you fall into your delusion again then your your drives your mind based on delusion so you see you think you you know you understand there is no you here inside so this understanding all four feelings perceptions arise in your mind always based on causes and conditions when the causes and conditions change these feelings and perceptions change so that's why sometimes your feeling you should not uh, regard these feelings and perceptions as always right and correct so that's why you should first uh build up the ability to cut off and let go all feelings and perceptions and you you should build up the ability to free your feelings and perceptions that's why it is important to practice the path in the right way then you you liberate your mind from the five sense world feelings and perceptions and you come to a, state, a different mental state that mental state actually you have the only the mind world feelings and perceptions not the five sense world feelings and perceptions so that's why so the if you are doing the vipassana in in the right way you achieve those mental states so the mental states without having the five sense world objects five sense world feelings perceptions and volitions this is very important to understand so people do wrong vipassana and build up conceit they 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 don't uh, they they have no ability to avoid greed and hatred especially the hatred 
They think they know better than others. The conceit naturally grow within themselves if, if you are doing the, the vipassana in the wrong way. So that's the problem. <laughs> Next question. How do we show gratitude to someone who may have helped us in the past but now may not be following a wholesome life and use our gratitude and generosity in the wrong way? Should I repeat the question? Again? Yeah, yeah, repeat okay. again. How do we show gratitude to someone who may have helped us in the past mm -hmm. but now may not be following a wholesome life yeah. and use our gratitude and generosity in a wrong way? Yes. Yeah, that's, it is important because the, sometimes, yeah, when we are showing the gratitude, so uh, sometimes uh, it is better yeah, that's why Lord Buddha say in some places. So, if you are really paying gratitude towards your parents, it is the best way to pay back to your parents is bringing them into the path, bringing the, showing them to the reality of this body and mind. So, give uh, the, the give them a chance or bring them to uh, the people who can teach them to end suffering or the, to understand the nature of body and mind. So that means the right view, to build up the right view within themselves. So then they can overcome all suffering. So because the, sometimes people use the, the other people's help because they, they, they help their children in their small age up to, they, they, they put the full effort to bring up them to a good uh, the people in this world so they 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 become the rich people their children become rich people once they become rich people they start the parents start playing around that means they, they use their children's money or the support to live the bad lives that means the drinking and doing all bad things this is so actually so that time you have you should not because sometimes the the money and wealth make people more miserable, so may more unskillful, more more uh, the fall into more uh, bad habits or unskillful things. So that's why it is good to help people in skillful ways. That means you have to use the use uh, your abilities, your skills to help others to overcome they are suffering to help them to to understand the reality of this world reality of body and mind reality of in, internal and external phenomena so it is good to help if you can help them but if if there is no other way so you have to if it is good uh, if you can uh, help in the right way that is true that is correct that was the last question, Bhante. Okay. So is it good to stop now? Okay. I'll, I'll leave that to Bhante. Okay, yeah. good. So that's why the, yeah, yeah. So we have to keep in mind. So all the time. So the, we have to bear in our mind the right view and use it as much as we can and practice the Satipatthana. That means the, the right uh, mindfulness towards your bodies, feelings, and uh, mind, and uh, 
dhamma so you have to establish your mindfulness on the right uh, these uh, areas and uh, keep the right attitude and maintain the right view so that is for the today dhamma talk so now i am going to stop Excuse me, Bante. Sorry to interrupt. One question just came up. Okay, Do you want yes. to answer Another it? question. We still okay. got a few I, I, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I was ask. told that enlightenment will not be possible for me in this life. Then why should I study the Dharma? <laughs> so, you know, who can tell you that you can't the, the enlighten this life? It is, it is, so, sometimes pe- people say these kind of foolish things. So, if you put an effort to understand dhamma sometimes you may be able to understand dhamma lord buddha don't say that to any person you can't understand dhamma in this life <laughs> so so if people have that ability so you have you have to put your utmost utmost effort to understand dhamma so then if you can't understand in this life you you get the chance to understand even at least in this your future lives but if you neglect this life probably you will neglect in your future lives also <laughs> you, if you have that opportunity to listen dhamma and the, the to to the carefully consider this dhamma and try to understand dhamma it is the best way to do it so the best chance to do it future is uncertain that's what lord buddha say if you so the no need to worry about other people's sayings so <laughs> if you think you have listened something uh, valuable you have listened something uh, sense make a sense to you so you just follow it you just try to understand it try to use it in your day to day life then you can get something then you see the benefits of it so then your mind uh, happy to 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 bear this the, that understanding that dhamma within yourself that is the way how you come into the path so if someone say you can't you have to think twice again because you are not exist in this world you i me myself is wrong view <laughs> so you just you just forget it you just throw it because no self is within this system once you listen to dhamma then you come to the understanding there is no self okay is there any other questions no okay good sadhu sadhu <laughs> okay now we can stop here